today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Today at Queen's Park, uh, the leader of the Green Party of Ontario is going to be debating his private member's bill that would revoke the ability of employers to require sick notes for short-term minor illnesses. But we've had a lot of that discussion uh, because of COVID-19 and some of the illnesses that have been going around. Mike Schreiner, of course, is the uh, Ontario Green Party leader and the MPP for Guelph, and he joins us on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about this. Uh, Mike, it's been a while. Hope you're doing well these days. Yeah, Bill, I'm doing great. I hope you're uh, doing fine as well. And it's always always fun to be on the show with you, and uh, we'll have to do it more often. Well, I, let's talk about what you're going to be talking about today, because I think this is very relevant and uh, very germane to what's happening now because of COVID and, and a, a number of different things that are on people's minds these days. Yeah, Bill, so I've put forward a, a private member's bill to permanently uh, revoke uh, sick notes uh, for you know minor temporary illnesses. And the bottom line for me is is that you know, we, we shouldn't require sick notes when somebody's sick anyway. I mean, you know, they should stay in bed, they should get better, they shouldn't be trekking out, potentially getting other people sick or taking up doctor's times in a doctor's office, uh, it, you know, any time, but especially during a pandemic. And so the government in the spring did the right thing and had a temporary uh, ban on sick notes, but it expires in January, and I think we should make it permanent, and that's exactly what my bill does. That's a you don't just run this up the flagpole. You always have some discussion with uh, with some of your fellow MPPs about this. Do you get the sense that the government is supportive of this idea? I mean, as you say, they they already started with the interim measure. Yeah, I think I'm I'm hoping for all party support. Uh, you know, nobody's given me any guarantees yet, but I've certainly had supportive comments uh, from members of all parties in the legislature. But Bill, more importantly, I'm getting supportive comments from people across the political spectrum outside the legislature. So labor organizations and unions have been supportive of it. Business organizations and employers have been supportive of it. And probably most importantly, healthcare professionals have been supportive as well. You know, I've had so many doctors reach out to me and say that it's just a waste of their time, uh, you know, in the best of times, to be having to issue sick notes for somebody to be able to, you know, stay home and rest, which is what they should be doing. But during a pandemic, it makes absolutely no sense. Well, I've heard the same reaction uh, from physicians I've talked to that uh, that it's it's an inconvenience. First of all, you don't want people coming into the office, but you know, as, as you say, stay home and and try to isolate as much as you can, especially if you're feeling ill. But there's also a kind of a sense of you know, like you don't believe me that I'm really sick. Is that what you're telling me? I mean, that that, that always smacked of, of you know this 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 thing that you you got to feel guilty about the fact that you you don't think you're well enough to go to work or that you're infectious and you shouldn't be going to work. I mean, why should there have to be an explanation from your doctor for that? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think we should be showing respect for workers, and one of the ways we can show respect for workers is to trust them. <laughs> when you know your employee calls in and they're sick, you know they're probably sick, and they probably should just stay home, rest, get better, and they'll be back to work sooner. And I can tell you as a longtime small business owner, you know, we always trusted our employees. And if you don't trust your employees and you don't respect the people who work for you, then I think you have some other HR issues going on that you should probably address in other ways than through sick notes. So what's the process now for, for those who may not understand the legislative process? You, you, you entered, is, this is the day you introduced the bill, is it not? 
Yeah, so I introduced the bill um, a month or two ago. Okay. Today's the day it's actually debated. So yeah. every member of the legislature uh, who's not in cabinet has an opportunity uh, on their allotted day, and we draw dates for it, so it's all through a random draw. Today's my day, and so I get to put forward the bill for debate. If it passes today, it will have passed second reading. It's already passed first reading when it was introduced. At second reading, it goes to committee, and then, you know, the committee hears it, and hopefully it comes out of committee and comes back to the legislature for a third reading debate, and then that would be royal assent. Uh, and how long is that process going to take? Or is that really you up know, to the government? It is really up to the government house leader. My goal is to get this done uh, this fall because, as I said, the uh, temporary ban on routine sick notes expires in January. I'd like to see this permanent um, ban in place uh, before then. And so I'm really pushing hard for all party support in the legislature today. I think given the support I'm receiving from outside the legislature, I'm hoping other MPPs from all the parties are, are hearing what, what, how much widespread support there is for the bill. And then hopefully it passes today. And then, you know, I'll be putting, you know, I'll be lobbying uh, the government and especially the government house leader's office uh, to bring it forward uh, before the end of the fall sitting. Uh, what about any political hanky-panky? I mean, private members' bills don't usually uh, have much success in situations like this, although this one seems like a no-brainer, Mike. Well, that's what I'm hoping, Bill, is that this is a no-brainer. The fact that the government brought in the, the temporary uh, ban uh, earlier this year on uh, the first wave of the pandemic, uh, you know, it, usually uh, most governments at the end of each sitting, they'll, you know, have a, a few private members' bills go through, and I'm going to be pushing hard that this is one of those private members' bills that makes it to third reading. Yeah, I mean, I can remember a couple of years ago with a, a previous government, shall we say, that uh, that killed a private member's bill, and literally two days later introduced the very same bill as a government bill and, and passed it through. So I, I'd like to think they're not going to start playing games with that. So I wish you luck this afternoon. I hope things go well for it, and hopefully we can ta be talking about this as a, a fait accompli in the not-too-distant future. Yeah, me too, Bill. I appreciate the opportunity to speak with you about it today. All right, you. Good luck, Mike. Thanks again for the time. Yeah, bye for now. Mike Schreiner, leader of the Ontario Green Party with his private member's bill about sick notes. A good idea, too. And as you say, it's already in place. It's just temporary, and this makes it permanent. Makes all kinds of sense. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.